Hello and welcome to the Good Times Friendly All-Inclusive Millennials Podcast. I'm one half of the incredible duo that makes up the hosting of this podcast. My name is Seth. I'm Smith. I'm the other guy that's here. Yeah, so we're the Illenials. We're back in the Illenial Southeast studio Mm -hmm. um, together at last. (laughs) You asked for it. We made it come true. We know that the podcast is just better when we're in the same room. So here we are just toughing it out. Even though we really hate each other, actually. <laughs> we almost did this in the uh, the Alleniel's uh, Hollow Earth studio. We decided to actually do it in the Southeast, because yeah. we're, more, we're more familiar with this, this scenario. Exactly. Here. The Hollow Earth has really weird acoustics. We're not used to it yet. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, it's really echoey in there. Mm-hmm. So we have to do it out, out here on uh, Outer Earth, as they call us. So yeah, this is where we're at. A lot of people are on that Flat Earth shit. Nah, baby, I'm a Hollow Earth. That's Hollow Earth. That's, that's where I live. Something that's even more easily disproved than flatter. <laughs> uh, you show me the evidence that, there, that there's no giant hole that the North Pole leads out into the hollow earth. I will buy you a shovel. <laughs> um, did you know we almost went there one time or tried to? Back in the 1800s, there was a guy who almost successfully lobbied Congress to give him the money and supplies to go up and see if there's a big-ass hole into the hollow earth. He, like, told them there was, like, infinite resources down there that could be acquired. Like, gold would, like, flow in rivers and shit. Was and they still didn't approve it? I know, right? It's crazy. I guess somebody That's was, like... a good like, pitch. Finally, somebody was, like, this is fucking stupid. There's yeah. no hollow earth. Um, I would have believed back in the day, though, for sure. Yeah. I would have been, like, definitely... We're finally, we finally have hollow earth in the media. There's, That's true. There's hollow earth movies now. That's true. That is true. Uh, there's a sequel to the... What must have been a cult success, Iron Sky, mm-hmm. uh, and then and that one was about space Nazis. If I yeah, Nazis remember. on the moon coming back to yes. Earth. And now, which isn't really a conspiracy, it's just more of a fantasy thing. Yeah. And now they're diving into the Hollow Earth. Yes. And Hitler's back on like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. And so yeah, we're finally getting some representation in the media for Hollow Earth. It's right. cool. And the question then I have to ask you is, when will the first flat Earth movie happen? Mm. Like, when's that going to occur? It's going to be mind-numbing on the level of, like, God's not dead, I think. I think technically all movies are flat Earth movies, because they don't... Except for, like, space movies, I guess. They show the Earth as a globe or whatever. Mm. But uh, those are all lies and propaganda from the... I've always uh, said the most scientifically accurate movie ever made is Love Actually. Because <laughs> I don't see any problem with science in that movie. No? Everyone's affected by gravity. Uh, it snows in the winter. It's pretty much there. There's none at all. And here's an interesting thing, too, that happened. Why is there a Slender Man movie? Why is this happening? What is happening right now? <laughs> what? What? Wow. The internet has gone too far. It has. We had an emoji movie. Mm-hmm. And now... E- emoji movie. Yeah. And now we have Slender Man mm-hmm. making his big screen debut. And what's even happening? And it's just... And the thing is, they didn't even try to do anything that would make Slender Man cool. It's just a, you know, by-the-books horror movie. Yeah. I thought they were going to do, like, a, like a serious movie about those girls that killed the other girl because of Slender Man a few years back. But no, this is, like, just straight-up supernatural horror movie. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants that. They want to see the Slender Man and him yeah. to be the bad guy. But even then, you can do something a little more creative than just, you know, ghouls and goblins regular shit. And know? there's like other scary shit in the movie too? I'm like, wait, I thought this was about Slender Man. Why is there other weird shit happening? Yeah. Because I watched those videos uh, Marble Hornets when they first came out. And those were pretty effective when they first started out anyways. Effective, low-key, creepy you know, YouTube horror stuff. 
and those were all right. This I'm not so sure about. Like this is big. This is like not big budget, but it's uh it's definitely Hollywood esque type stuff going on. So I yeah. don't know. So here's to five more Cinderella movies. Oh my god. The last two will be straight to Netflix. If it makes his money back, you know they're gonna make more of that shit. Yeah. Like for sure. And we also narrowly avoided going to see the Meg. Yesterday. Yeah, we almost went and saw the Meg. Which you know, shout outs to Common Sense for not going out for that. I still want to see the Meg. I hear it's bad, but I'm not sure if it's hour or fifty minutes worth of like that's bad that's good enough for me. You know, mm. if it was a ninety minute movie, I would probably go see it. Hmm. I'd have a much easier time justifying that to myself. But an almost two hour bad shark movie, I don't know, man. That seems like it's too much. Yeah, I mean, if it's not Deep Blue Sea, don't even call me. Deep Blue Sea was probably the best shark movie since Jaws, right? I mean, it has to be. I think it's better than Jaws. Oh, shit. Yes. At me, please. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea is better. Because one of those movies has Samuel L. Jackson and the other one doesn't. That's true. That is true. Yeah. It's a, it, th- I think also, I mean, Jaws has that thing where it like set off a global catastrophe for white, great white sharks being hunted to near extinction. So it's got that to answer for. Deep Blue Sea was much more of a silly movie. Very silly. Very fun. My head is like a Sharks fan. Remember that shit? The yes. LL Cool J track? Did you ever watch the video for that shit? Yes. Oh my god, dude. It was wild as fuck. He turns into a shark in that fucking video. That part where he kills a shark in the uh, in the kitchen with the lighter and all that. And he gives that fucking like, Walt the Valley of Shadow of Death speech. LL Cool J was having fun in that movie. Yeah. Shout out to musicians who act. Because they always seem to have a lot of fun whenever they just start doing something different for a while. So. Yeah, like uh, Will I Am in uh, X Men X Men Wolverine Origins or whatever it was. Was Will I Am in that movie? Yeah. Who was he? He played John Wraith or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. could teleport. Yeah, yeah. He did get killed in one of the coolest ways. Remember how he got killed? No. Sabretooth like reached into his body in mid teleport, grabbed yeah. his spine. That was all right. Shit, because there were some interesting ideas in there. Yeah, man. Shout out to 50 Cent for all those movies he made. <laughs> Ice Cube for Are We There Yet? Obviously a classic. Yeah, had to go there. Um, yeah, man. It's cool when a musician gets to act for a little bit. They always seem to have a good time. Kendrick Lamar was on a new episode of this television show called Power. Oh, yeah? He played, uh, he played I guess he's half Hispanic, homeless, demented man um, who like gives tips to some of the people on... Who they can kill, mm-hmm. and uh, he's actually very, he's actually a very good actor. So I was always pleasantly surprised with how good he did. Wasn't Jared Leto a musician? Jared Leto was a musician, so uh, they don't always get it right. <laughs> Not every time does it does it come out okay? Yeah. When you get a sometimes for every Kendrick Lamar, there's there's a Jared Leto that shows mm-hmm. up. And it's not That's good. true on all fronts. <laughs> Remember when Vanilla Ice was in the second Ninja Turtles movie? Yes. In that and he did that song. Ninja Ninja or whatever it was. Yeah, Turtles in a Half Shell. There you go. And that was just like, I mean, I remember him being there. He didn't really, it wasn't really an actor. He was playing himself, obviously. Yeah. But it was like, as a kid, I was like, who is this guy? Because that was a little bit past Vanilla Ice's time when I was yeah. a child. Do you know what Vanilla Ice does now? Or at least he was doing a couple years ago? I have no idea. He does a show on like HGTV where he like renovates houses. So wait, he like, yeah, but he's amazing. What? Huh? Yeah, that's like his thing now. He does... like is a real estate person, like flips houses and stuff. Do you ever wonder what happens to those guys, those musicians that like have a one hit wonder or never even have that just disappear? Like, do they just become real estate agents? I wonder what happens to those. I wonder what happens to actors that don't 
Because, like, you never hear, you never, like, you never see a movie, like, oh, 25th anniversary of Nightmare on Elm Street and the lady who's the star of that movie. I can't even remember her name. You never see, oh, yeah, she's an accountant now. Yeah. It's like, she's somehow still, I guess somehow still living off of that somehow. I don't understand how. Yeah. But I guess they're scraping by somehow just from being in a couple of movies, so... I don't know how they do it. it I really strange. don't understand. You don't really see anybody's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a trash man now. I just you know, I'm just, that's just my life. It's like a, it's like I was watching the show um like years and years ago. I was watching Supernatural when it was like the big show to, on TV for like yeah. if you were a nerdy motherfucker, and they had the lady who was the she played Reagan, the girl in The Exorcist from one of the episodes. Yeah, and I was like, where's she been for thirty years? Yeah, I've seen her anything, or it's like a. Oh shit! What's her name? In the Last Jedi, General uh, Admiral Holdo, who's Laura Dern. Laura Dern. She was in Jurassic Park. And I didn't see her in shit until like last year. Okay, Laura Dern. She's a working actress. You're just you just got your eyes closed. The different movies I watch, I guess. Right? Yeah, you I guess got movies and TV shows and all this kind of stuff. I mostly watch yeah. genre films, right? So maybe she was yeah. in like serious I only, movies. I only watch films. You guys watch movies, okay? I'm just I'm on a different level. I watch I mean, genre film. To be fair. Genre films are the trash films, right? Those are the garbage movies. Those are Transformers and your fucking uh, Night of Living Dead type stuff. Like, it's uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, so, Night of Living Dead is trash. Transformers is great. Maybe she was in serious movies, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, she's dramas serious or whatever. Movies. Yeah, she's. Yeah. Not stuff I would really watch. Yeah, don't, don't talk down on Laura. Dunn. I'm not talking down. I just, I'm like, I'm, I was like, where she is she? Did, been? She did make a big comeback last year. Yeah. She, she had. Her work had trickled down, or trickled down, don't want to say that, had Oop. trickled off a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, then last year she kind of had a bit of a renaissance. But yeah, she's been around. Wasn't she in that show, Big Little Lies? Yes. Fantastic show. Incredible show. Renata was her character's name. Which is the name of a yacht, right? There's a, there's a brand of yacht called Renata. I mean, yeah, they're all rich people. Or is it so. Regatta? I don't know, it doesn't matter. It's all rich shit. Who I think Regatta is an Italian food. Probably so. Or that's Regatti. Rigatoni, Liguini, Alfredo. This is, this is me speaking Italian, you know? Oh, this is the this? racist part of our podcast. <laughs> no, we, uh, remember, remember, sorry to bother you, established that Italians are white people. That's true. Can't race So I can say Italians. whatever I want about Italians. Exactly. Get ready, Italy. <laughs> this is up, Mario Brothers. You're on notice. Yes. Millennials <laughs> are coming for I'm you. I'm here to fuck it up. Oh, man. Uh, the Mario Brothers, by the way, we ever talk about the fact that there was a movie with them? Famously <laughs> racist. <laughs> Um, that yeah, that's super Mario Brothers movie that I feel like almost no one knows about somehow. I feel like me and you have seen it and nobody else. Right? Yeah, we don't talk about it anymore because yeah. it is so not Mario that it's scary. You, you got Bob Hoskins as Mario. You got John Leguizamo. John as Leguizamo. Luigi. You've got oh fuck, what's his name? Is it? It's not. It's not Dennis. It's what's his name? Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. As King Koopa, yeah. and you're just like, what is any of this? Yeah, like yeah, there's all. The, the whole thing is built on there like being goop everywhere, like all this weird stringy goop that's not yeah. in the games. No, fungus is what Yeah, the fungus. It's not even in the games. Well, it is because mushrooms. Mushrooms are fungus. I mean, yeah, mushrooms, but you, when you're playing the games, you don't see all this stuff hanging right, around. Exactly. You. So, and the Koopas are all like people just in dinosaur With costumes. Or yeah. yeah. And it was just a weird. And it's. It's a two and a half hour movie. Is it really? You remember. Yes. I don't remember that shit at all. The movie is very, very, very long. I guess you're right. There's one scene that everyone will forever remember from it, and it's when the security guy's like, what's your name? He's like, Mario. Mario what? Mario Mario. Like, what's your name? Luigi. Luigi what? Luigi Mario. <laughs> Which is why I now call him John Luigi Zamo. Luigi Zamo. Yeah. Dude. 
here's the thing. I feel like the Super Mario Brothers movie, the Double Dragon movie, yes. and the Ninja Turtles movies were all filmed in the exact same like two mile radius of New York City. Yes. Like they were right there. And they were filmed simultaneously. Oh, for sure. Yes. Dude, can we just talk about Double Dragon movie? Robert, Robert Patrick's fucking hair. Robert Patrick's hair. I was just about to bring this up as soon as you said Double Dragon. Like the frosted tips and shit? Oh, that dude. was wild. What a crazy yeah. time. Then I Shout out to the Ninja Turtles movies, though, for being incredible. Yeah. Like, legitimately, they're very fun movies. Yeah, for sure. The first two were good. The third one kind of falls off, but they go to ancient Japan or whatever. That was a weird, that was a weird turn for... I can accept Ninja Turtles. I can't really accept magic. I can't do the whole sorcery thing. And, which is, which is interesting, because I heard you've been watching a TV show that includes some magic elements. <laughs> Can you explain this television show you've been watching to the listeners? Oh, yeah. So, in an effort to spend more time with our grandpa, I've been watching wrestling with him. And one program we happen to watch on Wednesday nights is called Lucha Underground. Which, when I first heard the name Lucha Underground, I thought I was in for a traditional, like, luchador wrestling situation. It is anything but that. First of all, not everyone on the show is luchador. Like both, some of them are just regular ass wrestlers who were there, right? And then the other thing is that there's literally magic. On almost every episode, a man is killed in the middle of the ring to be sacrificed to the gods. And they're just like cool with this. He's killed with wrestling. Yes, he's killed through a suplex and he dies because that's that's thing that can happen. And then there's also a lady who I guess is an actual sorceress who like taunts people with skulls of their relatives. It's, dude, it's wild shit. And there's like a lizard kingdom and like a rabbit kingdom. The lizard tribe, reptile tribe and rabbit tribe. And there is, there's aliens. There's a guy named Aerostar who came from a different galaxy apparently to here. It's, uh, it's interesting shit, dude. Yeah, and our grandpa, he watches like WWE and all that kind of stuff, which is grounded at least. Still very much scripted and a story, mm-hmm. but grounded. And he watches this show, and he doesn't seem to see a difference. No, he doesn't. He's just like, oh, it's the same shit, even though there's like literally a lady casting spells on people. Right, exactly. There's a, there's a, a segment where, the, the, the first episode I watched, there was an extended homage to Indiana Jones at the end, where a guy named Johnny Mundo descends down into a, into a tomb where the reptile tribe lives and confronts Diabolos. Their big guy, and then cuts his head off with a sword, and he has green blood, and you're and they're just like, yep, this is how it is. Yeah, this is this is regular. It's all good. Lucha Underground comes on the El Rey Network, which has become my my favorite TV network because it is like, hey, what if Spike TV was even more lowest common denominator in its viewership? They've had on three different days, they had the entire Open Water trilogy. There's more than one open water movie. movie. And then they had the entire I Spit on Your Grave remake sequels. I don't even know how you make those TV friendly. Right. It's literally about a woman who gets like raped and then she kills people. Right. And then they had the Missing in Action series with Chuck Norris. That well that that's highbrow. Well yeah, that's definitely a a refined movie for extinguished gentlemen. Extinguished what? No. Um, Extinguished gentlemen, yes. (laughs) Exsanguinated gentlemen. Uh but yeah, El Rey Network is incredible. And everyone should just go, just go look and see what's showing on there at any given time, and just be amazed. Yeah, it's, it's wild. So how's things going up? Uh, going up in a uh, Illinials uh, North Southeast. Illinials North Southeast. Yeah. Um, it's almost the same. It's hot. It's wet. Mm-hmm. And it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Okay. You know. 
Go outside and see something new every day. Yeah? No. No? no. It's all the same, pretty much? That's the same shit, man. It's, uh, that's why I, I've decided, unlike everyone else in this household, to embrace the Southeast. I love the Southeast. I love the 90-degree temperatures. I love the humidity. I love it all. I love rednecks now. Mm-hmm. I love everything. Because I like this place, and I think that the grass is always greener. So, just... Love what you got, and keep just if if you want if you if you can keep it keep it because it, it's it's important. So, southeast of North America, great place to be. I want to point out that a lot of this attitude change for Seth has also come uh, an appearance change, as he's now got himself a, a big old beard, and he wears backwards baseball caps. He looks like every tier one operator that ever lived, basically. Yes, I'm, I'm just just without any of the muscle or talent, but. <laughs> I have the worst parts of a tier one operator, but yeah, yeah it works out for me pretty well. Um, I refuse to cut off the beard, even when it's hot outside. People are like, does it get hot? And I'm like, yes, it does. But guess what? It's mine. Mm-hmm. And I will never, ever, under any circumstances, cut it. So. Okay. Yeah. And I don't, this isn't, okay, this isn't an appearance, the hat is an appearance change, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I've had a beard for like two years now. But now it's finally starting to like a real beard, though. It, whoa, whoa, calm. this is coming from the guy who can't even grow a beard, so he's just trying to make mine sound oh, worse. Oh, no, 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 I can grow a beard. No, he can't. It just looks even worse than this, like what I've got now, because here's the thing, when you have red hair, what they don't tell you about having red hair is that it's very hard to tell that you have a beard when it's in its early stages until you get close to a person. And instead, you just look like you ha- your just face is dirty. And you look disgusting. And also, my beard also grows only down here on the neck area. And it's just horrible. So you're literally a neck beard. Yes, dude. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Yeah, and, plus, it off. and plus, red beards, like if, if they're not really well-groomed, you look kind of like a pedophile. Exactly. Just to be honest. So fuck that. Yeah, but I he's still you. intimidated by my beard. And that's why he tries to talk him down on it as if it wasn't a real whoa, beard. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold You're on. You're beard shaming hold me. On. How I, I didn't have a real beard before this? I do not dislike your beard, first of all. That's yeah. a strange misconception. No, but you said it wasn't a real beard until now. I like plenty of things that aren't real. That's what are beard shaming. About? Beard shaming, yes. yes. I beard shamed you. He did. How about your buddy that you know who has a, a beard that, he's, that uh, he has a different maintenance uh, uh, schedule than you. How's, no, how's I don't that have going? a. It's not a buddy. It's like one not of the worst, worst people I've ever met. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just some random guy. But yeah, I met beard hipsters. They're the fucking worst people in the world. Beard hipsters. Fucking have a beard. Okay, do you think Karl Marx was rubbing fucking oils into his beard every morning? <laughs> no, he was out there fighting the power. You said something about how he pays $90 a month to have his beard smell like wood. Yes, why is this? This isn't podcast worthy. <laughs> This is this is anti-podcast Hold right on, here. I'm, I'm here trying to do something important and call out the beard hipsters, and you aren't helping me. I've already done this. Beard hipsters <laughs> suck. Have a beard or don't. Have Those are your two don't. options. But don't do any maintenance to your beard. Just let it. Just let it. I mean, you can do. Even I do some maintenance to my beard, uh-huh. but I mean, don't be like I, I, I gotta have the sandalwood 0745 oil, or it's not gonna. No, fuck you. Just put some shit in your beard and go home. I like, do find it weird that people rub home. these weird oils into their beards and whatnot. It's a little strange to me. It feels like you're. It feels like yeah. you're doing too much. Don't you just shampoo and it oh, and be done? Actually, actually, you know what? I'm entirely. I'm making all this up. Beard hipsters, I got no problem with you. Just don't fucking talk about it. Okay. If you want to rub anything in your beard and make your beard look like it's fucking forty feet long, mm-hmm. go for it. Just don't talk about it like it's your main personality trait. Okay. Please. So same same policy goes for uh, vegans. Yes. Be a vegan. I don't care. More meat for me. Just mm. don't shove it in my face. 
if everyone was a vegan, you know what? We'd have too many animals. Oh. So. What's the other thing you will say that's always annoying? Oh, it's if you have a rescue dog. They'll tell you your rescue, rescue dog. dog. If they do like CrossFit or like a lot, any kind of like big exercise programs, they'll mm-hmm. talk about it. Just fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a screenplay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's... Well, that was my problem in, in college as a writing major was everybody had a screenplay or a novel they were working on. I'm working on a novel. Yeah. Fuck you. Which is why it was you. You took the other out and wrote nothing. I wrote nothing. I took an entire... <laughs> People like, what are you working on? He's like, nothing. They're like, whoa, that's actually the new thing. <laughs> Don't work on anything. I'm a writer who produces nothing. Yeah. To sit it's there. In, it's an interesting strategy. I produce shit posts is what I produce. That's pretty much yeah. my only thing. You're pretty good at shit posts. <laughs> That's the new frontier, though. That's where we're yeah. moving, right? Everything's going electronic now, moving towards posting rather than uh, blogging or whatever. Do you think we've crafted the worst episode of the podcast so far? This is a great episode. <laughs> what are you talking about? Everyone's going to love this podcast. You're going to love hearing the lawnmower in the background. They're going to love hearing about beard hipsters. It's going to be great. Yeah, okay. What, what did Donald Trump do this week? Let's talk about politics for a second. What did uh, Donald Space Trump Force. Do? Space Force. Getting it going. Um, uh, the best distraction we've ever made from the Robert Mueller investigation is so? Space Force. Yes. Interesting. How often do people talk about the Mueller investigation? I try not to think about it too much. Exactly. But people talk about Space Force. <laughs> That's true. That's it's, true. It's another clever thing they've done to hide all of their lives. It also feels like it's the last frontier we have of military branches they could create. Yeah. Aside from, I guess the Navy kind of has underwater. I mean, hey. The Hollow Earth Force. We gotta have that. Yeah, Hollow Earth Force is gonna be pretty big. I'll actually probably enlist in that one um, <laughs> as soon as the registration goes online. Was the other one Sorcery Force? Sorcery Force. Sorcery Force. Which yeah. have apparently, if you are a sorcerer, you have all powers. Yeah. You can exactly. fireball, teleport, fly, everything Mind you need. Control. It's all there. Mind control. Summon animals. It's all. It's all there. Have yeah. all the powers. So well, sorcery see, force. My mind has been broken by the Dungeons and Dragons wizard who gets yeah. all the magic powers there are. Right, you can use any spell, and uh, it's very bad. You should not play Dungeons and Dragons. What do you think has a bigger impact on the way you think, Dungeons and Dragons or Lucha Underground? <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to sorcery, your life in general, life, li- Lucha Underground, Lucha Underground has yeah. definitely changed my entire life. Yeah, you don't want the masked man to wrestle you to death. No, I don't want to. I don't want to get suplexed to death. <laughs> I don't want to get power bombed into the grave. Yeah, I think that happened one time with WWF. Did they have a one of those? Oh, yeah, they uh, have a grave. Uh, the casket match. Yeah, yeah. Somebody had got power bombed into a casket. At some yeah, point. they got suplexed, power bombed. There's no way that hasn't occurred. Everything. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! The Undertaker was kind of the the the, the weird guy, right? For WWF and WWE, he yeah. was the. He was like a dead guy or something. Who, by the way, now isn't he a real estate dude? Or no. is he like a... Um, he owns some businesses or something? He owns businesses. Kane was, became a real estate guy and is now running for like... No, he won. Oh, he won. He's mayor. Mayor of some town in like Tennessee, I think yeah. he raised from. He's yeah. a crazy libertarian dude. Yeah, he's insane. But I love him. Fucking Kane, dude. I, I wonder if he brought up his, his wrestling experience uh, during the campaign because... I mean, I would never vote for a libertarian. Yeah. It would swing me in one way or the other if you had been a wrestler. Yeah, you know, when I was in that uh, Inferno match, which is a ring in, in, in cl- <laughs> enclosed in flames against my brother, The Undertaker, it really taught me a lot about having to wrestle your demons and get past all this political turmoil that we're in and get to the point of everything. When I was on the tag team with uh, Daniel Bryan, it taught me a lot about teamwork and, and friendship. how depend on other people and how we can accomplish yes. when we synergize. We can, we can be bipartisan when we have to. That's what I learned. <laughs> 
And when I used to, when I finally took off the mask that I yeah. wore as Kane, I understood the importance of of being public with my decisions and putting myself behind the things that I do. Yeah, and when I was starting the very successful horror movie, See No Evil, I, was, I really learned about the working class and the, the people who were behind the camera and how they felt about everything. It was it was a really good experience for me, and I think I'm going to bring that to the office. I think I'm kind of out of Kane lore, to be honest. Yeah, See No Evil was my last Kane thing. We've, I Dude, until you mentioned I had forgotten about See No Evil. Yep. Uh, I have trouble forgetting. Wasn't that his like attempt to be like a... Was it, was it a Jason or a Michael... Um, uh, I almost said Moore. Wait, is he... It was Michael Moore. <laughs> Michael Moore? Yeah. Wait, is he actually? Is he called? Is it no? It's Michael Myers. Mike Myers is the is the, the yeah. Halloween guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. yeah. It gets kind of like a like a Jason kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was made by WWE Films, which means it's really, really bad. Yeah, for sure. So, did they make the Marine, or is that just a John Cena joint by I himself? Think, I think they might have co-funded it. I don't know if it was entirely by them though. I like how that movie people, is incredible, though. I like how people treat John Cena as if he was actually, he was actually a Marine when he wasn't. No! People actually talk about him like he was in the armed forces when he was not. Yes! Stolen Valor! That's it! People don't talk about, though, is that he does have actually have a multi-platinum album that he made when he first got in the WWE. Actually sold, like, like hundreds of thousands of copies. Wait, what's it called? Uh, I'm a, I'm a Bad Bad Man, I think. Okay. Because that was the name of the single off of it. Interesting. This is back when he was still. He wasn't quite the hero. He wasn't. He wasn't a heel either. So he was like, "I'm a bad man. I wear the chain and I'll do my fu." He, yeah, his, his finisher used to be called the fu yeah. because it was like "fuck you." And then once he got, got really popular, they changed it to the attitude adjustment because he couldn't be going around doing the fu. Right. Because he was too, making too many wishes. How do you think John Cena became a hero? Hard work and perseverance. <laughs> No, it's, it's, what is it, hustle, respect, and, uh... Hustle, respect, and loyalty. Hustle, respect, and loyalty. That's, that's how he, that's how he... That's what he did. He, hey, sometimes, is John Cena the best wrestler to ever wrestle? No. Does he have the best on mic? He's probably in the top five. Mm -hmm. But he was in the right place at the right time and really blew up and... I mean, it could have happened to a better person. I mean, John Cena's a great, great person for this to have happened to him. Him, The Rock, all those guys, they got what they got because they really worked for it and they're really good at what they do. Here's a question I've, I've, I've had a hard time coming up with. What is John Cena's gimmick slash aesthetic? Now? When, it, when he started his whole rise, what was it? A uh, fake black person. <laughs> That's what I always thought. He's yeah. a fake black. He, he's, one, he's, he's one of those white guys who wants to be black. It's his whole thing. Yeah. But this, how did that become so successful? <laughs> good, good, like I said, he was good on the mic. He did, he did what he had to do. Then he used to do like call outs where he would like do a, like a rap. He would about do a freestyle somebody. rap about somebody. Yeah, and he would even freestyle against fans like in the audience and stuff, or like like before he came into the stadium. Yeah, yeah. He he can he can rap. He's he's not he's not he's serviceable. Um, uh, okay. So yeah, but yeah, he was definitely uh, WWE wanted to have a fake black person character, so that's what they did. Hey, you know, speaking of uh, of uh, of John Cena and uh, the armed forces. Uh, he's in that movie Bumblebee, where he will fight apparently the Transformer Bumblebee. And Bumblebee better watch the fuck out, <laughs> because I don't see him winning that fight. No, not at all. But this brings us all back around to Space Force. Space Force. Space Force is going to keep us safe from the Cybertronians. That's their main job, I think. <laughs> yeah, mostly the Decepticons, of course. People, Cybertrons are sending their best. Yeah. <laughs> 
I always, always did wonder about, uh, like, now wrestling and making it real. What will Space Force's legit ass like job be? Are we gonna build a space station and put the Marines on it's it? It's not what? gonna be real. They say they're gonna try and do it. They though. said Mexico's gonna pay for the wall. That's true. So that's true. I mean, don't listen to what they say. I'm just curious. Okay, okay well, let's let's say at some point we do eventually create a space force of some sort. Sure. What will it actually do? Right? Like, is it gonna fight aliens? Well, the first thing they got to do is invent guns that work in space. Okay. Uh, second thing they're going to do is invent spaceships mm-hmm. um, that can, you know, get places quickly. Right. Um, and that'll be about 400 years from now. <laughs> so at that point, we'll pretty much worry about the heat death of the universe anyway. So yeah, we got to we got to send the Marines into Europa to kill the microorganisms that live there. Yes. Just fucking flamethrower them all down. <laughs> Once again, let's make a flamethrower that works in space. That's also true. There's no oxygen. A lot of challenges so, to this plan, yes. you guys. It might be easy. Yeah. Let's tap our. Let's tap Elon Musk. <laughs> He'll make some of this shit for us, right? And talk about a self own, right? Elon Musk with his whole his whole like buying his own stock. Which, by the way, how is that allowed? How are you allowed to buy your own stock in your company to manipulate the price of it? Like, why is that a thing we let people do? Yeah. It, it, what's weird? I mean, I'm sure that. Plenty of people do it, but the weird thing was he just openly talked about it, right. which can trigger an investigation into his stock. Which it did. Yes. And I hope he gets owned, because that will be incredible. Once again, he probably just buy his way out of it, but it's pretty funny that he at least brought this on himself. Is Elon Musk the most extremely online billionaire? I think so. Does Donald, does Donald Trump sell a billionaire? That's debatable. Okay. If not, if, if he isn't, then yes. Okay. Well, I think Donald Trump is a boomer internet person, whereas Elon Musk at least understands the idea of a shit. Yeah, he does post. understand like he understands like internet culture and like memes and stuff. Right. Which it is, doesn't make him good. No, it does not. It does not make him good. It, it, it makes him a worthy adversary. And yeah. one day I'm going to get Elon Musk to reply to one of my tweets at him. Next week he's coming to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm so excited for Elon Musk episode. One of, one of my life goals is to get Elon Musk to respond to my tweet so I can own him or, or in some way. I've That'd tried be fine. it. Also, I continue to try and use the uh, the BOFA uh, thing on people. One day it's going to work. It's going to happen. BOFA? Oh, BOFA, he's gotcha. nuts! Damn it! I was so close to getting you yeah, on that yeah, one. Yeah. We had a new one now called Sugondies. Sugondies and uh, Ligama. Ligama. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one, too. Ligama's good. I like how it's like an arms race now of getting people to say shit so that you can own them. Like it's, yeah. it's so good. That's where we've that's where we're at as a people. That's true. We we we've gotten to the point where we're pretty much depressed with our own lives. We're just gonna try to check people and saying dumb stuff. That's true. That's true. Well, I think it's a high, it's a higher, purer form of warfare. It's it's a new frontier, a new battlefield. It's an actual battle of the mind. Yes. Is how can I trick you into saying something? These stupid? days, you hear something you don't quite understand. You can't just say it again. You got to be like, huh, "What does that mean?" <laughs> because the because the the thing is is the the victory condition in here is not that they said the dumb thing. It's that they're not online enough to know it was a dumb thing to say. To, to, and, and then, then you can baited. show what they said to all your internet friends. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about finding finding new and interesting ways to prove that you are more online than everyone else. Yes, which technically determines who the loser is. That's true. That is true. Ever since 11-9, man, my brain has just steadily gone downhill in terms of quality. It's just like... You mean 9-11? No, 11-9. Yeah, I know. 9-11 was just the beginning. 9-11 was the brain breaking for America and the world as a whole. And now we've just kind oh, of moved on. speaking of 9-11, we... 
kind of have a 9-11 story? Yeah, we do. We do, tell, actually. Tell, tell me about our boys over in Saudi Arabia. So Saudi Arabia decided to, in front of the entire world, admit to doing 9-11. Uh, I disagree that they admitted to doing it. <laughs> But tell tell us the story. So not so not eleven. So so Saudi Arabia is in a spat right now with Canada over some. Uh, I think it's like a religious Canadian who got arrested in Saudi Arabia for I guess trying to say some some shit that you should probably not say in Saudi Arabia. And uh, and Canada's not happy. They're trying to petition the Saudi Arabian to let him go. And so the Saudi Arabians are not happy about this and are doing shit like telling their students that are in Canada to come home, like to leave their programs and come back to Saudi Arabia. And like trying to do a trade war thing or whatever, but the most interesting thing was an official Saudi Arabian government account tweeted a picture that was the, the, the Toronto skyline with an airliner coming towards it, and like something saying like, "When we come back, you won't believe what'll happen" or some shit like that in in their in Arabic, and then they were like quickly deleted it once everyone was like, "This is 9/11," and then. Uh, rolled it back and said, "No, we're talking about what's going to happen. Our ambassador gets there when the when the, when the KSA our ambassador arrives. You're going to get owned." But in my opinion, Saudi Arabia finally confirmed they did 9/11. Yeah, they're saying like we're going to 9/11 you if you keep messing with us. Exactly. I don't quite read it like that. I kind of read it like just don't mess with us. Mm-hmm. But I mean, because in my opinion, Bush did 9/11. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe Saudi Arabia did it. Maybe they had to say something a little. They would have to. They have to use the word 9/11 for me to admit that they did it. I'm of the opinion that both Bush and Saudi Arabia could do 9/11. Right? Yeah, they could have colluded. Because here's how. No, here's how it works. Okay, Bush knew 9/11 was going to happen. Right? He understood it, and then he chose to do nothing because he understood that when the attacks happened, it would give him incredible power over America. Yes. We would all decide to band together in a big ball of dumb idiots and say, protect a strong daddy. And he was like, I will protect you, my children. And so obviously, it's not like Bush actually paid someone to do 9-11. He just stood aside and pretended he didn't know it was going to happen. And when it went down, he reaped the rewards. Because, hey, I don't see nobody attacking Saudi Arabia over it, so they won too, right? That's true. They're our fucking ally. And I don't know why, to be honest. I, I know think, why. Why is that? Oil. That's true. Oh. Yeah, oil. If, you got, if oil. you've got the resource, we, we can forgive almost any human atrocity, to be honest. That is true. That is very true. So, Saudi Arabia got what they wanted, and then Bush got what he wanted. And in the end, so we're now stuck in two wars, never going to end, you know? Yeah. The best plan we got for Afghanistan is... we got two plans for Afghanistan. Either we let Eric Prince turn it into outer heaven for himself... Or we literally give it back to the Taliban, which are the guys we went there to beat in the first place. And there's no exit strategy for Iraq. We're just like, we're just stuck there. Nation building, apparently. Because that's yeah. our job. So, you know. What would happen if we just left? What would happen? That's what I'm saying. What would happen? If we just left, guess what? It's not our problem anymore. Yeah. The we're out. Fucking people who live there will deal with it. Yeah. That's how things happen. And you know what? I mean, yeah, it would be very bad because a lot of people would die and there'd be a lot of turmoil, but here's the thing. You, we can't fix the problem by doing more stuff over there. Yeah. We tried that. It did not work. No one wants us there anymore either. Yeah. Literally nobody wants our help. People don't change. No. Okay. Well, and people do change. Point guns at their face isn't going to change them. That's, that, that will not help. Yeah. That won't help. Yeah. You know who does want our help? That We won't give it to them? The Kurds. Yeah. The Kurds would like our assistance. They would like, they would like anybody's assistance at this moment. That's true. They would that really like some help. And... We can help them, but we choose not to because uh, I guess they don't have anything to give us in return. They don't yeah. have any resources. 
and they're not exactly America friendly in terms of their foreign policy decisions. So yeah, I we guess can't, the, we can't help Palestine. We can't help anybody. Oh man! Anybody who actually needs real help, we're just incapable of helping because of economic ties. Basically. By the way, free Palestine. Yeah, free Palestine. Let all boys go. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah, sadly, once again, we can't help them because of uh, ties to Israel. And Dude, how fucked up is it that Israel was, like, becoming the new Nazi Germany? Has it? And, and like, isn't it also kind of weird that, like, we know about it? Because, like, with Nazi Germany, at least we had the excuse that we didn't know about it. Right. That's kind of our excuse. But we kind of know about us. And we're right. just like, no, nah, we're still cool with them. They're our allies. Like, we're seeing it happen all the time. Yeah. And we gave them one of first nuclear weapons and shit. Yeah. Like, But they gave us one Roman. So I guess I guess we have to bend. Fuck that, man. Gal Gadot was a troop. Fuck her. I mean, I know you don't have a choice. In in Israel, you have to become a troop. But she didn't even, like, denounce it afterwards or anything. Because yeah. obviously she supports her fucking agenda. So yeah. fuck, fuck Gal Gadot. Fuck Wonder Woman. Well, two, two things there. One, I feel like if she were to come to America and then denounce it, they would just murder her. And then two, I feel like she came to America for a reason. I don't know. Well, she tweeted like support to the troops when she was over I mean, here. Yeah, and shit. but I feel like they're gonna murder her. If she doesn't. I feel. I feel like that's true. I you feel like think, they'll straight up murk her. You think Mossad will assassinate people? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Or myster- or she'll mysteriously like leave Hollywood and go mm. back go back to Israel and like not really be heard of for a while. Well, Natalie Portman decided to say fuck you to the to the Israelis, but yeah, but she's not. She's not. In, she's not from Israel. That's true. She's American. Isn't she? Yes. If I say fuck Israel, they don't care. Well, we're not Jewish at all, so they don't give a shit what we say anyways. That's true. So, That's true. Not, not hard decision at all. Hey, word from the Illinois podcast, your words only matter if you're Jewish. <laughs> it's just, just a fact. I think they only matter to, to Israel if you're if you're Jewish. Yes. If you're not Jewish, they don't give a fuck what you think about them. That's good. Because we, we, what do they care about us? We're Gentiles. Fuck us, That's right? true. Well, are we Gentiles, I guess? We're not yeah. religious. We're white. But, like, we're not religious, though. We're not affiliated yeah. with any kind of religion. Yeah, so what are we? I don't know. Okay. Are we genitals? Genitals? Can we be genitals? Yeah, sure. That sounds great. Are Jews cool with atheists? I think, I mean, it depends on how Jewish you are. Do we know any Jews? Anybody who's super, my, my, my boss at work is very slightly Jewish. He's Jewish, like, in ethnicity, I guess. Uh-huh. And he used to, he used to, like, do synagogue when he was young, but he doesn't really practice at all. Yeah? But he's Jewish, I guess. And okay. He's cool with atheists, but he's not, like... Super Jewish, right? Um, I'm, I probably shouldn't even say it like that, but he's not practicing. I should say, right? Yeah. Um, but it's, I think with any religion, it depends how religious, how like mm. how you feel about religion. There's some Christians who are super Christian who are five people an atheist, and there's some people who hate atheists just True. because they're. It's just I guess it just depends on the person. It's like a, it's like a, I don't know, like um, your religion kind of informs some things about you, but. And then there are people who don't like. I guess me and you were technically like non-practicing. We were raised Baptist, but we don't do that shit anymore. So you know. But also, yeah, I think atheist. Judaism is like tied up with like race it's to your race, thing, right? I, I didn't. I actually didn't even know that until way late in life that it was tied to race. I mean, I yeah, I thought it was just a religion, right? Because I, I thought like know. when I when I first heard about the Holocaust and stuff in school, I thought they just like found out who the people who people who were like practicing Jews, people who were, like just religious. Religious people were, right. and they killed them. I didn't know that it was actually a racial thing, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Because here's the thing, all right? I'm going to say it, but Uh-oh. Jews One do not look put, different than white people. I was going to put a stop point in okay. here so we can edit this out, but no. I guess you can't. No. Uh-uh. Jews look just like white people. Don't at me, all right? Yeah. Bernie Sanders looks like any other white dude, okay? But he's Jewish? Yeah. 
course he is. Of course he is. Right. What do you mean? And so it's like I can tell by looking at him. <laughs> so my question is, of course, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not trying to make a joke about Holocaust, but like, how do those fuckers even know who was Jewish? Like, if a person refused to tell you their name, right, or something, I guess just your name could have a Jewish word in it or whatever. Yeah, like Goldhammer. But like. How would you fucking know? I guess they had, maybe they had lists and all this bureaucracy they had, but like, I don't understand it. Like, I get some kinds of white racism in the sense you can at least look at a person and be like, okay, we're different races. But like, Jewish people look like anybody else. I know Jewish people in college, I would not be able to pick them out of a crowd. It would not be possible for me to do that. So I don't understand where it came from, right? They look, they yeah. look like just regular old white people to me. So are Jews white people? I think so, right? They're white people. Or are they not? So can we talk shit about them? I mean, no. I can talk shit about Italians now. <laughs> well, there are some white Jews that are not white. Right? Ethiopian Jews are black people. Sure, so they're, they're, they're black Jews. They're not white. Right. I don't know. It's weird. It's one of those things where, I mean, I don't get it. But people who do get it apparently care a lot. So I don't know. Cool. It's weird. I guess some Jews are like Middle Eastern kind of looking, but yeah. in America, if we saw that, we would think Muslim, right? We would not think Jewish. Wow. Around here. You don't conclusion. Dude, fact, fact of life. Anyone who is anti-Muslim is anti-Middle Eastern people. They don't give a fuck about true. black or white or white Muslims. They only care about Middle Eastern people. Like, I know not all Muslims... In fact, most Muslims believe are actually Asian, right? Indonesia is the yeah. biggest Muslim country in the world. They, but no one knows that. No one gives yeah, a there's shit. There's not Indonesian people in America. <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah. Remember the movie The Raid? Yeah. Great, great. One of the great action movies of the last of the, 10 years. the best martial arts movie I've ever watched in my life. And so, remember the beginning when the main guy, when he he's, he's doing the, the Muslim prayer uh, on the rug? Yeah. I knew people who were watching me who were, their minds were blown. They are like, is that Asian guy Muslim? I'm like, yeah, it's Indonesia. It's Indonesia, my dude. Like, they're basically all Muslim over there. They were yeah. like, they had no idea that were Asian Muslim people. It was ridiculous. So, Shout out to The Raid. Great movie if you haven't dude, seen it. And The Raid 2. And The Raid 2. Incredible. Those, that last fight scene in The Raid 2 is... Absolutely incredible. Actually, probably the last two fight scenes. Yeah. With, with Hammer, the Hammer Girl and Bat Boy and the Knife Guy. Those those scenes back-to-back are incredible. Yeah. So check those movies out. They're good. I don't know how... Dude, the one thing about that movie is I'm watching the guy main character Rana do all this and I'm like, this motherfucker will be so tired. Oh yeah, he'd be incredibly tired, but <laughs> adrenaline... Fighting is a very tiresome activity. Yeah, I can't remember what we were talking about. How we get on? How to get from anywhere where we got? I don't know. We're talking about Jewish people because of Israel. Oh right, Israel is a motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, who else can't America help? Let's see. Uh, Tibet can't help Tibet. Nobody can help Tibet. No. Tibet is fucked. Yeah. They are. Much. They are just in a bad way. Sorry about it, Tibet. Yeah. Not all we can do there. I guess we can't help the. Um, Oh, what was that? The the Rhodesia and Ro- not Rhodesia, not, um, no, 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 Rwanda. Yeah, Rwanda. Those people couldn't help them yeah. at all. You know who else we can't help? Who's that? Fucking America. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> hey, you know who we can't help? Native Americans, yeah. who got incredibly screwed over by oh, literally everything. Uh, well, I, why do we still let them call in call them the Indians? That's my favorite thing ever. People, people. At this point, we know that the only reason they were called Indians is because dumbass Christopher Columbus thought he was in India, mm-hmm. called them that. And then it is stuck forever for some reason. Right. Even though at this point, we do know that this isn't India because it's America. Mm-hmm. And we still call them Indians and they're Native Americans. It's, it's just weird. really weird. It's like, we've known for centuries, we guys, we could correct this pretty easily. Yeah. And I've heard Native Americans come up along now as more of a more acceptable term for, for, for Native American people. But you still can call them Indians. You also call them Indians. And it's like, there's yeah. no connection to India and America at all in that sense. Like, ah. I don't know, dude. It's weird. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. It's just strange. 
but and then we also come across places in America that have Iroquois, not Iroquois, but like Indian names. I said it right there. See, yeah. Native American names. Various like places in Georgia yeah, still have the same names that Creek people gave them, and Cherokee people. Yeah, there's gave Cherokee. Them. There's places called Cherokee. There's Wasega. There's a lot, lots of places that have Indian, uh, Native American ties. Yeah, and uh, mm. it's like not only did we kill them all, we also stole their names for shit. Yeah. And we, well, some places we just call whatever we wanted to, and other places we were like, hey, we'll just steal the name they have it for. Yeah, what do you guys call it? Cool, it's, all, it's ours now. Here's smallpox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. Um, How did we deliver smallpox like so without people delivering them getting smallpox? Because most people who already had it were immune. Oh, okay. Because once you had it, I think you were pretty much inoculated to it. Yeah, but don't you die? It's not 100%. Fatal, fatal, but it's pretty. I always thought smallpox was 100% fatality. No, no, no. But it's pretty, yeah, it's like a high mortality rate, yeah. like way worse than it currently exists, except for like Ebola, I guess. Yeah. Um, shout out to the anti vaxxers who want smallpox, by the way. Oh my god. Well, at least you at least you technically can't get it anymore. At least yeah. you can't get it back. Yeah, but if it were ever to escape, yeah. You're, all your children are dead, just so you know. Did you ever hear about the last person that ever died of smallpox? No. It was long after we had made it extinct in the, in the in the wild. She was a medical photographer working in a lab. They were working with smallpox, and she accidentally got exposed to a, an in lab version of it and died of it. And this was like in like seventies or something. So she was the last person to die of smallpox. Wow. And they also found not too long ago, like ten years ago, a book in a library that had some like wrapped up cloth in it. Inside of it were scabs taken from a person that had smallpox, like to study it basically. And they were like, if you if 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 you could have gotten this from you could have gotten smallpox from this shit, so so you gotta be careful. Damn, that's rough, dude. Yeah, it's terrible, and you can't even. It's not. It's one of those things you can't even control. You get smallpox, you're most likely dead. Yeah, I read a lot about smallpox, and then, yeah, especially us now who never got any vaccinations, we would be fucking super fucked by it. Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. And the crazy part is that the USSR and the US were both experimenting with weaponized versions of smallpox in like the 70s and 80s, trying to figure out ways to put it on warheads. What what the fuck is wrong with you? Why even do that? Like, I get that it's a war or whatever, but fuck me, some things aren't worth it. Yeah, man. Back to the anti-vaxxers, I saw this great Facebook post the other day, it was like, this lady talking about how vaccines are bad, they make mm-hmm. your kids have autism. And some guy was just like, he commented, he's like, hey, would you, can you like show, because like she said there's like reports that prove this. He's like, can you like link me to the reports? I want to read them. And then she's like, oh, I searched for them again and the U.S. government's hiding them, so I can't really link them to you anymore. And it's like, really? Mm. This is how far you've gone with your stupidity? And so, yeah, it's like a fucking, it doesn't matter what the evidence is. It's what you already think is true. And you're never going to change your mind about it, right? It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and one lady I saw, she linked, she was like, there's, she said, this study said, literally proves there's a 100% mortality rate for people who get vaccines, like, like within the first five years of life, they'll die. Like, so first of all, obviously that's not true. Plenty of people have vaccines and not died. We did? Yes. Second of all, it, the study was saying, was saying, was on the contrary, saying there's a 0% chance of mortality linked to it. Right. So she was saying, but she read it as 100% mortality of getting it. I was like, What? What are you even talking about? So she's hallucinated her own evidence, basically. Yes. It's like a, uh, it's like people. And here's the thing: people are like, well, "Why are there so many autistic people? Why are there so many autistic people now?" I'm like, "Because there are more people in general." Yes. And also, we've gotten better at diagnosing autism in people. Another thing is people. Plenty of people are like people who, and I don't want to. I'm not trying to downplay anyone's 
you know, mental state or anything, but being on the spectrum and being like 100% you are autistic are two different things. Right. But you're still classified as, if you're on the spectrum, you're still classified as it. Right. Plenty of people who would have been on the spectrum, we didn't know what the spectrum was a long time ago. So we didn't have it, so we didn't classify them as that. Now we have a better spectrum and we have better classifications. So many people are classified as it. I met people in college who were on the spectrum, and you would never have been able to really know. It was like they were a normal person, basically. Yeah, because they are. Right, yeah. There's nothing. I'm sorry, yeah, I may have misspoke there. I'm not trying to stigmatize or otherwise people. I'm just saying that, like, unless they had told me, I would never have known. And so it doesn't matter, really. But again, people are looking, they're all looking at numbers or statistics how many autistic people there are, and how many are on the spectrum. And it's like, it's just a general consequence of there being more human beings in the world yeah. than ever before. So, of course, we're going to be finding more of these, you know, statistically rare diseases or whatever. Not diseases. Uh, uh, what would you call that? A disorder, maybe? Or... A disorder. Some of that. Anyways, variations. Who cares? It's like, they're just regular people. And it's just the fact that there's more of us now. So, we're, of course, we're going to see more people like that. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, why is there so much cancer now? Well, there are things in our environment, of course, that are causing us to get cancer at higher rates. But again, yeah. more people more means people, more, more chances of cancer. So, the people try to... And here's the thing. People don't want to get their minds changed. They want, to, they want to find out the thing that confirms their worldview and never change it again. Which is weird, because I feel like my worldview has changed a lot in the past, like, ten years yeah. or whatever. But, like... You've heard about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez being challenged to a debate by Ben Shapiro? I did hear about this. So Ben Shapiro, uh, head writer, editor of the Daily Wire slash shortest man in the world. Yes, three foot five. Has challenged Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to a debate over nothing? Like, I guess the debate's over socialism, but it's just he's just like saying, I want to debate you. Which, first of all, if you're going to debate something, have a topic in mind before you go into it. Yeah. And have, you can't just debate a concept. You need you need two positions. They're trying to prove their things. And pro-socialism and anti-socialism are not really well-defined positions. Find an issue. Anyways, here's the thing about debates. Debates are garbage. Debates do nothing. And here's how you can 100% prove it. Think about the presidential debates, the Republican versus the Democrat, whatever. At the end of that debate, if the one of the candidates, doesn't matter which one, one of them could have stuttered the whole time, sweated, barely answered questions, and what would happen was people who were going to vote for them anyway are just are still going to vote for them, and the people who weren't going to vote for them aren't going to vote for them. There is nothing, not, a debate does not change people's opinions on who they're going to vote for. No. And in this case, a debate is not, people who are pro-socialism are going to keep being pro-socialism, people who are anti are going to keep being anti it's just how it is. Because anyone who's like kind of in the middle about things doesn't give a fuck about debates anyway. Right. They change based on their experiences in the world. So, what what is this even going to accomplish? Well, the, the, all there's all these like articles now, these these tweets about how, oh, she's she's not debating him. She's 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 bowing out of the debate. She's not going to do it. And I'm like, what the fuck does a politician have to gain from debating a podcast host? Yes. What the fuck is that for yes. her in this at all? But if any of you politicians want to debate one of us, yes, we're hey, we're open. Bring it on. Because yeah. that's the thing is, the podcast person is the winner no matter what in any situation because yeah. you've raised their profile. Like Ben Shapiro obviously wants to debate her because he wants to increase his profile. And then people who will say that she should debate him because then people will hear the real facts about socialism and stuff. 
First of all, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is at best a social democrat. Yeah. And the other thing is, no, they're not going to care. You're not going to get through to them by this. If you're listening to Ben Shapiro's podcast or reading his, his site, you're too far gone. Yeah. It's over. Like, you, you need to appeal to people in the middle. And people in the middle don't give a shit about Ben Shapiro. They're not listening to him. No. Most people, most people don't know who Ben Shapiro is. And by the middle, I mean people who don't vote. Yeah. People who don't care about politics, really. They're not going to care. They're not going to hear it. And here's how you here's how you beat Ben Shapiro in a debate. Just show up the tape measure and like extend it from his head to the floor and just stand there and chant facts don't care about your feelings until he cries and runs away. That little short bitch. Yep. So yeah. Fuck Ben Shapiro. For sure, dude. Um But yeah, so like and here's the also People make a big a big hay out of her not debating him. Not a single motherfucking person has talked about the fact that Andrew Cuomo won't debate Cynthia Nixon. He's refused to debate her for months now. Yeah, who, who is this Cuomo guy? Can you see clips on his show? What, what is what, what is his deal? Well, that's his brother who's a newscaster. Oh, there's a different Cuomo. Yeah, yeah. The governor, his brother's the governor of New York State. Are they brothers with Rivers Cuomo from Weezer? Yes, they're okay. all in one family. Wow, it's really interesting dynamic they have there. And so, yeah, he Cuomo is... I think he's Andrew Cuomo. I, I don't know. But he's the governor of New York State, and he is an establishment party machine Democrat who is afraid of Cynthia Nixon. Yeah. He is, like, super afraid of her. And uh, he refuses to debate her. He will not He will not apparently uh, show up to a debate. And no one cares when he won't do it, right? But when a woman won't go debate a man, then she's a coward, right, yeah. for not doing it. So, again, we were talking about this like two weeks ago. It's just sexism. All it is. Yeah. It's just sexism. People just want to belittle Cortez because she's a woman. Exactly. They call her silly and all that kind of stuff. It's just yeah. like more sexist attacks because it's cheap. Talking heat. about her wearing lipstick like every woman in America does. Oh, my God, dude. It was... People are like, how can you wear lipstick if you believe in socialism? People think... People associate socialism with privation. Like, denying yourself stuff. But that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Also, shout out to comrade uh, uh, Liz from Leeds, who we saw on the Trisha show uh, clip that I saw on, on Twitter about her calling uh, uh, Stalin and Mao counter-revolutionary authoritarian dictators. Uh, great. Uh, good. I, yeah. I agree. Hey. Good, good job, Liz. Good job trying to inform people. People, people will call you a trot, but uh, I would rather hang out with trots than tankies for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Trotsky fans are better than the fuckers who love Stalin and and adore murder. Fuck yeah. those people. Speaking of Stalin, Stalin, last night we watched the death of Stalin. The death of Stalin by Armando Iannucci. Mm-hmm. Um, he might know from In the Loop, In the Thick of It, and Veep. Um, obviously, he's very attuned with making political comedy, and he decided to do a slightly fictionalized version of what happened when Stalin died. Mm-hmm. Um, very funny movie. Steve Buscemi, um, Cancel Man. <laughs> Um, memory hold. M- memory hold, man. Um, well, the guy who's the guy who played the general? Oh fuck. Uh, Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander, yeah, General Zukov yeah, or yeah, Field Marshal Zukov. So yeah, a couple of good actors in the movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really really funny, and pretty much uh, tells an interesting, uh, obviously dark comedy version of what happened when Stalin died. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those movies that if you don't know the history of the Soviet Union. Um, it's a really funny movie, first of all, but it's also kind of yeah. informative of how crazy things were in literally the, the two days after Stalin died. Yeah. Shit went insane. Especially, like, how crazy fucked up Berea was. Oh, my God, dude. Man, Maria. like, raped, like, 
seven-year-olds and would just give them back to their families the next day and fucking murder anybody he wanted to. And, yeah, he was a fucked-up guy. Yeah. And they were all craven, petty assholes, but Berea was, like, an actively evil son of a bitch. Yeah. And them, like, him getting him getting shot was uh, probably for the best of the Soviet Union uh, after Stalin died. Um, but really, it's a funny movie. Dark, dark comedy most of the time. And also, again, if you like In the Loop, and you like the character of, uh, what was his name? Was it Malcolm Turner, played by, uh, oh, what was his Peter name? Capaldi. Peter Capaldi. You will like this movie, because everyone is basically just a foul-mouthed asshole. Yeah. Except Memory Hold Man, who is a spine... Just an idiot. Playing, uh, uh, Malenkov. Um, just a spineless, simpering little guy. Gets a couple of good jokes in here now and then. Mostly is the butt of the joke, which is yeah. which is good. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Death of Stalin, I, I don't know when it first when it finally came out in America, but it took forever for it to finally come out here. But it's funny as shit. Everyone should watch it. Yeah, good movie. If you like this show, you'll like this the much superior comedy style like yeah. Armando uh, Iannucci. We're we're on the same wavelength, I'd say, as Armando Iannucci. You think so? I think we're yeah. up there. He's on. He's on the week after Elon Musk. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. We're gonna get Iannucci on the podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It'll be awesome. All right, well, uh, I think we're kind of podcasted out, aren't we? That's the episode, everybody. All yeah. right, fuck Kevin Durant, fuck Tom Brady. Wait, mm-hmm. are we doing anything? Are we doing... Oh, yeah, um, you know me. I'm on Twitter at MCSurf. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Armando Iannucci. <laughs> Um, Stay tuned to the coming week. I'm going to drop an incredibly scandalous picture of Seth on Twitter. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to love it. If he does it's this. definitely happening. If he does this, I quit the podcast. <laughs> Quote me. It's a picture that Seth doesn't want you to see, so uh, keep an eye out for that. If I'll, I'll quote myself. If he does this, podcast is over. <laughs> It'll be a solo podcast, and everyone will stop listening. <laughs> uh, uh, you can leave a horse water if you can't make it get under it. Uh, from New Orleans to New York, the can't solve our problems anymore. We just outrun them. That's the Illennials podcast. Take it easy. Take it easy, everybody.